Hey everyone out there in the CBC universe, welcome to another episode of Comic Book Characters. Who is your daddy, and what does he do? <laughs> what? Wait, so that's legitimately a kindergarten cop reset. <laughs> Fantastic. I'm your friendly neighborhood <laughs> podcaster, Alfred. And I'm Chris. Insert nickname here, Cossidus. Comic stuff. Oh, Soundy! I for, I kind of forgot about Sandy. How's he sounding? Uh, sounded sounding pretty crisp. Yeah, nice. probably sounding better than either one of us, honestly, at this point. But, uh, <laughs> he's, he's doing good. He's doing sounds good. Good to hear him. I mean, yeah, he, he's great. He sounds like uh, radio ready uh, as he ever is. You know, once you know, maybe once a season. Yeah. For this podcast to happen. Uh, yes. Again, True Believers, our quarterly podcast coming at you. <laughs> okay. So we really <laughs> are going to try to get on a more consistent schedule. Things have been happening. Uh, you know, I don't want to go into it here, but it was, you know, some very personal things. Um, and, and you know, Chris, I, I if at any point you want to bring up any of that, you're more than welcome to if you want to let the fans know. But I know you are a private person, um, so you don't have to. Uh, don't feel like I'm putting any kind of pressure on you right now. I hope you don't think that. No uh, but I just wanted to let the listeners know that, you know, we've had, uh, I mean, you, but both of us, really. I think, you know, we're both affected. And um, uh, But we are, we do, we are happy to be back. We are going to try to get on a more consistent schedule. We, I do seriously have so much planned this year. Oh, we got some ideas brewing. Yeah. Yeah. So um, it's going to be a great year. Um, we'll, we, we promise to do our very, very best for you all. Uh, this is going to be straight up the Batman and Morbius movie review. So for, for those listeners out there, and we, we I look, I look at the metrics, the analytics all the time. I know damn for sure that the review episodes are our most popular episodes, they're our most downloaded, most listened to episodes. You're going to get two movie reviews in this one. And we're going to do our very best to to kind of keep it at a brisk pace, but we do have a lot to cover. That being said, Chris, it is mm. so great to hear your voice. Um, yeah, man, you as well. I It's so crazy. I mean, you already know a little behind the scenes. I was coming into this episode... Not in the best headspace, <laughs> not in the best emotional space. Yeah, you're stuck in third gear there. Uh, not just not having the best time right now. But as soon as we started getting things going, prepping notes and kind of going back and forth, I was immediately in and already nice. feel like this is, you know, and honestly, and listeners, y'all let us know. Hit us up on, um, you know, on Facebook or, or, you know, whenever you leave a review. By the way, you can leave a review on Spotify now. Um, please five stars. Uh, as Chris said, you won't. Uh, you won't. But you should. Uh, I kind of wonder if some of the listeners of this podcast is almost like therapy for them because it's definitely like therapy for me. <laughs> right. <laughs> now that's the best compliment that we get. Uh, if somebody sure. just listens this, listens to us babble on about nerd stuff to unwind. That I mean, that's great. That's yeah. kind of that's what we do basically. I mean, that is. And it's, and again, I think we've said this before. We do, of course, uh, hope y'all enjoy the podcast. Wow, what the hell was that? It sounded like a banshee outside my window. Anyway. Really? Um, wait, um, wait, you hear that sound? In the distance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. oh my too? God. 
What is that? Something weird is coming. <laughs> oh no, it's so good. Oh, oh, listeners, just wait, just wait. Oh, that's so good. Okay, is that the banshee? Is is it a banshee? Is it's it's something harrowing um, from another time, if you will. And uh, wow, I cannot wait to get into that. But uh, what I was what I was saying is that uh, uh, you know we're 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 um, it's it's good. I, we've we've i've said before that uh the podcast you know even if nobody listened to it we would still do it and i I think in large part that is because this is very therapeutic for me to to do the show and when i when we don't do it um i start to lose my mind a little bit i think and you know unfortunately i think i've sucked you into that hole too i think (laughs) i think it helps you as well and then if we don't do it for a while it's like oh no it's what they're the small, nice. the small bit of joy in our lives is gone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, hey guys, yeah. it's 2022. How y'all doing? <laughs> yeah, speaking of 2022, you said you want to keep a brisk pace. I want to keep a brusque pace. Oh, um, nice. You like? Uh, 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 I don't know. I don't like it. Uh, complex. Uh, Martin Scorsese's better. Movies. Uh. Scorsese, he's the best. He hates everything. <laughs> he's old. Um, all right, man. So yeah, we're gonna do um, two movie reviews real quick though. Uh, I actually have had a few people reach out. Uh, they asked, oh, "We're going to cover Moon Knight." Uh, we are. I mean, we are watching it. it I, uh, it's great. If you haven't seen it, check it out. Great. I'm more than just great. Oh, conscious shit! Uh, I mean, if you like dudes walking on glass, oh, like fuck. it's an only fans, <laughs> but for feet and only feet, if you only will. Feet. If you are a secret member of Opus Dei, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you and you feel seen and represented by Ethan Hawke's performance, stay it, tuned. Uh, it's it's a good time, man. Oscar Isaac's doing a lot in the best way, and um, we will be covering the show in more in depth, uh, but just not on this episode because again, we've got two movies to go through, and with that, <laughs> let's 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 just jump in. Uh, let's start off with the Batman. Uh, this movie came out. March 4th, which is crazy, um, because it feels like the movie came out three months ago to me. Um, I don't know why that is. Hmm. It's only been out for 38 days. Hmm. It, uh, time means nothing anymore, I think is what this <laughs> is telling me. Yeah. Uh, but here we go. Uh, let's play this game. I love to play this game with you. What do you think worldwide? It's been 38 days. Ooh. Ooh, Where do you pretty, think we are in one. terms of gross worldwide gross? Uh, worldwide, okay, not domestic. I'm going easy three twenty mil. Three hundred twenty worldwide. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Seven hundred thirty-six million dollars. Okay. All right. All right. I'm lowballing it. Was World, worldwide? Domestic? But three fifty-eight domestic, three seventy-seven okay. international. I'm getting there. Yeah. Warming up. <laughs> to be fair, you're like, wait a minute, this is a DC film. It's got to be low. It's got to be. <laughs> it's got to be not good. Um, yeah, movie's good. Look, spoilers. Uh, it's I liked it a lot. Uh, I have a very interesting. You know what? Here we go. Before we jump into God, you remember how I was like, we're going to do this fast, and we just right. absolutely are not, and that's fine. Shots fired. Shots fired. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna win the big wheel this week. Uh, <laughs> 
So I'm going to tell you, it's a little, we're going to do something called uh, Story Time with Alfred right now because oh, I have to set the scene. Have a, I think I have a drop for that. Okay. Here you go. God, like it's pulled from my life. Like, like if there were a soundbite that just encapsulated like what it is to exist as me. There you go. There it is. Oh, wait, 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 no, no, no. I gotta hit you. I gotta hit you on the flip side of that one. All right, so, like, say, give me, give me, a, give me a lead in. Story time with Alfred. Whatever. Story, story. It's story time with Alfred, guys. Dingudo. Uh, man, love, love that drop. Yeah. That drop is eternal. Um, that drop is better than the Eternals movie, which we will also Easily. cover. In a, mean, of course, in, in something called a retro review, which we will be debuting later this year. Um, all right, so setting the scene here, guys. I, I I went to the movie with Lib, and here's the thing. I, we got food. I was really hungry. Ordered some wings. Love wings. I'm a guy, if y'all don't know this about me, I love wings. I love just a classic buffalo or a lemon pepper or a teriyaki if they have it. Garlic parmesan, Hawaiian. I'll even drop an occasional atomic in there. I, I love a wing, right? Living on the so wild side there. We're at the, we're at the movie theater. They have wings. I get them. Now, it's the kind of thing where when you order you have to put your phone number and then they text you and you have to go pick up the food so I did that sit back down movie's just Horrible. starting right movie's just starting look at your phone right so the mistake I made was that I should have ordered it well before like we should have gotten there earlier I think and so that way we would have gotten the food maybe during the, the previews that didn't happen movie had already started got the food I take one bite of my wing, and I'm like, oh, this is cold. Uh-oh. <laughs> like, it's not even room temperature. It's kind of cold. <laughs> and I'm like, hmm, I'm really hungry. I don't want to miss this three-hour fucking movie. Oh, no. I, You know, I'm I just like, I'm, a, I'm just going to eat them. It's going to be fine. It's going to be totally fine. So I ate the wings, and yes, thank you. Perfect. With the soundbite. Um, a huge mistake, okay? I've made a, gr a grave error there. Uh, got terribly sick about two hours into the movie. Ugh. And my stomach was gurgling and bubbling and just cramping. I was sweating. <laughs> And I was like, oh, I was, and, and the thing is, you know, that movie's really long, and it does some very kind of left turn things in that third act. And I was like, I, I don't want to, like, I was doing everything I could to not go to the restroom because I didn't want to miss anything. I knew I had to do the review, right, for <laughs> for, for us, for everyone. What a professional. And, and yeah, got it. Got to do like the Jordan flu game, basically. And so I, I tough through it, but dude, like I might have done irreparable damage to my body by like not just <laughs> going to the bathroom. Because what happened is we we get out of the movie, zoom home, like speeding home, immediately run into the house, immediately hit the bathroom, and I'm and I'm now sick for the next thirty six hours. 
And uh, so much so that reflecting upon my experience of viewing the Batman, I, I have like, and I have a lot of thoughts about the movie. The but that last a dream for you, yeah, that last hour is a little, a little touch and go. <laughs> so we'll see how that goes in terms of the review. Uh, with that being said, let's jump in. Uh, well, let me ask you this before before we do jump in. Uh, was your experience? anything out of the ordinary or did you actually just get to enjoy watching the movie uh let me see to remember now uh, did you <laughs> did you go to the bathroom at any point it is a three-hour film yeah no i did not uh that's, that's uh you got that extra 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 that you got that yukon size gas tank is what you're telling me <laughs> yukon xl yeah, I got the yeah, I got a bit of a reserve going on. I think I no no. The technique is I I knew it was three hours going in. I I when we got there, we got to our seats, we ordered, went to the bathroom right after that, uh, before the uh, previews had ended. Uh, so yeah, you know, draft house always gives you a little bit more of a buffer than you need. Um, was able to sneak out, and sneak back in before the movie started. So running running empty for the showing. Nice. Um, that's 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 ideal. Yeah, <laughs> you had the ideal viewing experience. I had the least, I think, uh, ideal <laughs> viewing experience, which is fine, which is totally fine. And I also think that uh, foreshadows a little bit about how these movie reviews might go, um, you know. So let's go ahead and jump in. Um, so first segment. Do you want to do the new segment first? We didn't really talk this that. This oh yeah. Uh, or do you want to save that for last? Man, I think, huh, I think that's a good end cap to wrap it up. Okay, I think yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. So, so with that, let's go ahead and jump into our uh, old favorite segment when we do our movie reviews. Now I'm of course talking about Excelsior. Excelsior. <laughs> So for those that are new to the podcast or maybe have just forgotten, it's quite all right. Uh, Excelsior is a segment in which we talk about the things that we really enjoyed about the film. It can either be script or a particular actor, uh, the director, cinematography, score, can be anything, just things that really stuck out uh, that we want to touch on. And Chris, if you want to go ahead and go first, what was Excelsior about the Batman? Oh, a lot. Uh, I really enjoyed this one. It was, uh, I like. I mean, I think we we're gonna say the same stuff about you know it's gonna overlap a lot, but like I like Robert Pat, Robert Bat Pattinson Bat Batman. Rob Bat Batten Bat. Yep. There you Rob go. Bat Pattinson. <laughs> I really liked his portrayal. I, I thought it you know I I had hoped it wasn't as gonna be as bad as people had feared. Right. Um, I really liked kind of like the choices of vehicles that he had. Uh, oh, I like that. I like that. I like that you mentioned that. I'll go ahead and tell you real quick because I do have a little bit of trivia behind the scenes stuff I can mm-hmm. uh, throw in. Yeah, kind of as it comes up. I'm glad you mentioned that, though, because Matt Reeves, the director of the Batman, did say uh, specifically about the Batmobile that he, quote, I liked the idea of the car itself as a horror figure, (laughs) making an animalistic appearance to really scare the hell out of the people Batman's pursuing. There's absolutely a horror genre aspect to this movie. Hell yeah. And you really did feel that when, when the Batmobile shows up and then that epic, epic chase scene between uh, Batman and uh, the Penguin. By the way, and I do apologize I didn't mention this earlier up top, uh, we do not do a spoiler free review, so if you have not seen the movie, uh, you may want to 
pause or skip ahead to the Morbius section if you have seen Morbius, but not the Batman for some reason, um, and then come back to this one because you know we are going to spoil some plot points and yeah. so on as we talk about the films. Uh, but yeah, so Batmobile. Fantastic. Batmobile. Uh, I think the thing I liked most that kind of caught me by surprise was the the setting. Uh, I think this was shot in Chicago a lot, right? Yeah, actually, it was shot in the UK. Okay. I believe. I uh, let me see. Was it? Or am I, th- or I might actually be getting this mixed up with Morbius. <laughs> uh, let me see here. Let me see. Let me see. Oh, no, I apologize. It was Morbius that was shot in the UK. So, okay. So I think really? All right. Yes, we'll get, we'll get into that too, but yes. Uh, um, uh, the Batman is filming around town, Chicago, blah, blah, blah. Okay, yeah, so okay. I think there was a lot of Chicago architecture in the Batman, and I think that really lended itself to kind of like uh, trying to replicate a little bit of the Batman animated series right. kind of aesthetic because, of, you know, it's kind of Art Deco is still in Chicago. Yeah, Art Deco in Chicago, absolutely, absolutely. I, um, I love that noir style. I think that uh, that really does a lot to kind of place Batman like uh, in kind of like as being a part of the city. Uh, I think the architecture goes a long way, kind of just visually to represent kind of like uh, the how weird things are and how kind of like out of place Batman is, but is still necessary at the same time. So I, I think this the overall kind of, I guess, the oeuvre, I guess, of this movie was <laughs> nice. kind of, it, it worked. It all worked really well. Yeah, I really think, uh, I completely agree. I think Matt Reeves had a real vision for what he wanted um, this iteration of Batman to be and what world he's existing in. And I think he nailed it. Um, so it kind of reminded me a little bit of, you know, I've talked about this movie before, but Seven, the David Fincher movie. Yeah. And in, in Seven, uh, David Fincher wanted the city itself to be a character in the movie. And, and you absolutely feel that. Mm-hmm. Um, for all of the locations in that movie and in, in movie in seven, and I felt like Matt Reeves, you know, cribbed from the for, from a great director in David Fincher, because that's what this movie is. It it's not just the atmosphere of Batman the character, but the city in which he dwells. It's it's very evocative of of this character, mm. uh, I think. And um, and an interesting thing. Um, you know, you, you mentioned uh, Robert Pattinson and how pleased you were with his portrayal. I think it's so funny that, like, you know, the memes and everything, and everybody's kind of up in arms initially about, oh, it's the guy from Twilight. Yeah, man, that was like 15 years ago. Like, people, <laughs> people get older and grow up. Like, that's just that's a thing that happens. It's been happening forever. Uh, but it's weird how people get hung up. I did want to bring attention to something else that I saw that was really interesting, and that's that Robert. Uh, Pattinson's Bruce Wayne is actually, and of course we can, we can, and this is part of my Excelsior, is, you know, huge Nirvana fan, super huge Nirvana fan growing up. And the, the, the use of something in the way uh, in the film, I thought was really great. Mm. Use it in the trailer as well. But Robert Pattinson's Bruce Wayne is actually uh, deliberately inspired partially by Kurt Cobain. Like, <laughs> that was the headspace that writer-director Matt Reeves was. He was listening to Nirvana a ton when he wrote the movie. And and when he was writing the movie and he was listening to the music, he actually visualized Robert Pattinson 
in the role with that music kind of playing as he was writing it. And he said that he'd rather than Bruce Wayne be this Playboy version of Bruce Wayne that we've seen a bunch of times. He wanted to see another version that was traumatized by what happened, which caused mm-hmm. him to become a recluse. And he kind of thought about Kurt Cobain's relationship with fame, which, you know, for those of you who don't know, Kurt Cobain, of course, the lead singer, guitarist for Nirvana, um, who, who infamously uh, committed suicide, um, you know, supposedly, allegedly. I mean, that's that's what it was. That was what it officially ruled. But, you know, there are there are questions about that. But, uh, but, you know, Kurt Cobain had a really interesting relationship with his fame. He really didn't like being famous. He didn't like the attention. He didn't like people asking for his autograph. He hated all of that stuff. And, you know, so this idea that Bruce Wayne was this very wealthy person who did not want to be bothered with any of it, you know, he kind of pulled that in from kind of the Kurt Cobain thing, which I thought was really interesting. Uh, yeah. But uh, let's see, what else? Uh, um it was so, kind of like so, that that yeah. choice. Like he really lent in because uh, usually you get a healthy dose of both Bruce Wayne and Batman in, in any Batman film, right? Sure. Uh, even with like the the, the Val Kilmer one, even <laughs> even I didn't I can't really remember Batman Returns, but I'm yeah no no there's enough Bruce Wayne stuff in there to kind of add some levity to the the bat. No, this is just the bat. This is the cape and cowl. This is just brooding Batman all the time. Yeah, uh, like like the Bruce Wayne is literally the mask and barely. Yeah barely when he goes back to the club uh as just bruce and just gets you know carte blanche basically all the way up to see falcone Uh, like (laughs) it's there's no change like visually there's no change in the character it it was great yeah i really liked i'm glad you brought falcone john Turturro, another excelsior moment for me with this film Uh, like i love john Turturro a lot he does really great character work i thought he did a really great job uh, Jeffrey Wright as James Gordon mm-hmm. doesn't look like anything to me. I mean, it's great. Analysis. Uh, <laughs> Zoe Kravitz as Selena Kyle, I thought was fantastic. And Paul Dano, like I'm a huge Paul Dano fan. Like I see pretty much everything he comes out in. Uh, I really liked what he was doing in this movie. Not everybody did. I, I think a lot of people, you know, especially when you compare it to the Jim Carrey version of the Riddler. <laughs> Where, where it's this very big, like, <laughs> exaggerated character. Uh, and you see this kind of, like, I don't know, mentally uh, mentally tragic, I guess is a phrase I would use for this Riddler character. Yeah, that's fair. Um, it's very different. It's a very different take. But I did like how he he saw himself as sort of... A doppelganger of Batman in a way like a version of Batman what he was yeah. trying to do in his mind was similar to what uh, Bruce Wayne Batman does I thought that was really interesting I thought that was a, uh, and then of course Andy Serkis as Alfred was great because Andy Serkis is fantastic Tony Stark used to say that <laughs> it's weird because you wouldn't think there'd be a Tony Stark in Gotham but apparently there is um, wait, 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 wait. Yeah. You're, you're telling me you really enjoyed Paul Dano's turn in Cowboys and Aliens? I see that. I haven't seen that movie. Ah, I didn't know he was in that. that. I, he mostly I, does like art film type stuff, but yeah, like I, you said, look, go watch Ruby <laughs> Sparks, man. I don't just, you know what? I Cowboys and Aliens actually based off a comic book. So, hey, maybe we'll do, maybe we'll do a retro review 
oh, of that Jesus. movie. That's going to have to be like a Patreon thing. Y'all are going to have to pay us for that one. <laughs> oh, All right. shit. I just clicked on it on IMDb from the director of Iron Man. <laughs> wow. There's links. So many links. Linked link. cells and they're linked. Um, yeah, but, but lots of great things. Lots of great things. Uh, it's a three-hour movie. It, you know... For the most part, narratively, I feel like it's pretty well paced. It it does drag a little bit here and there because it's three hours. Um, but I guess I guess we'll talk about that more in the bizarre section. Was there anything else in Excelsior that you wanted to draw attention uh, to? Oh, maybe just like the like the kind of buddy cop aspect of uh, Gordon and Batman. Yeah. Well, okay. Why don't you Why don't you let the listeners know what your favorite part was? And I remember you told me about this. <laughs> True believers. My favorite part, of course, was when Batman was in Gotham PD and like uh, surrounded by the cops, and they're uh, like uh, like inches away from just locking him up and being done with the whole situation. When like uh, James Gordon goes like, "No, no, let me deal with him. I can I can talk to this guy." And so they get him real close, and everybody kind of backs off. And he's like, "Hey, man!" And he's like, "All right, here's what's gonna happen. You're gonna plug him. You're gonna deck me. <laughs> You're gonna take the stairs out the back. You know the way? Yeah, I know the way." And <laughs> It just—it was just—it felt improvised, but it felt like two friends actually coming up with a plan to get out of a sticky situation really quick. Right. Uh, it, it was great. It—it that—that type of little bit of character building uh, tells you loads about like their history that you haven't seen before from their relationship. Yeah, outside right, this film. Right. Very good. Very well done. Also, I love that that scene literally leads into what is maybe my favorite scene, which is. Literally, Batman Naruto running out of the <laughs> Gotham Police, Gotham City Police Department, uh, because normally the trope is that Batman just sneakily gets away all the time. Right, people never know when he leaves; he's just gone. But no, he literally punches Gord in the face, and then everyone starts punch. going on. You know, like they they start trying to crowd him, and he just starts running away. Uh, it's really great. It's just. It's something we haven't seen before, and I was really uh, happy to see that. All right. That being said, not a perfect film, but, you know, again, we both talked about it. We liked it. We really enjoyed the film. I, we definitely do recommend it. But let's go ahead and talk about maybe some things that didn't quite hit the remark, and that's, of course, going to be in our Bizarro segment. It am our most famous superhero. Yes, it be Bizarro number one. Already, like it, like Bizarro. So again, uh, y'all can probably infer if you if you're a new listener, but um, Bizarro is where we talk about things that that didn't quite land where we wanted, or, or maybe there were some missteps in our opinion. You know, as as one is to do, and with large films like this, especially, uh, I'll go ahead and go first here. Mm-hmm. So again, and all listeners, look, take this with a grain of salt. I really do mean that. I was, like, dying that last hour of the film. A grain of salt or a shot of Pepto-Bismol? A shot of Pepto and some Caopectate and some Alka-Seltzer. Damn. All of it. All of it. All of it all the time. Got please. a science fair going on in there. It was, yeah. My, my, my insides were the volcano. Like, it was just not a good, not a good time. Not a good time. Um... That being said, let's skip ahead to, to the third act of the film, to the climactic set piece. And, and that is, in, in a sense, my problem with the film. Uh, the film, to me, feels very intimate, very close, very personal. 
and and it does a great job of establishing all of that for the first two hours two and a half really and then we get to the third act and now i will tell you that i think narratively i get what they're going for here this is where you know after the city starts flooding which come on man like it's always like (laughs) gotham has got to be like the shittiest place in the world to live because they're always having these giant like catastrophic events just happening to the city all of the time uh but so all this water is coming in it's it's drowning the city's essentially flooding and um batman shows up with a with a red light and he reaches his arm out and the public sees him for like in with their own eyes for maybe the first time and he reaches his arm out and they grab it and he turned he changes from a a vengeful vigilante to the hero the city needs Hmm. narratively i get it i and in that's great there's a character arc there my only problem is that the entire film is this very personal story with just a handful of characters and then all of a sudden it becomes this like roland emmerich <laughs> like disaster film kind of out of nowhere 10 things happening at once and i just yeah and i just you know was the moon also falling in this film did i miss that part um that's a moonfall reference guys no one saw it it's okay uh (laughs) so that that didn't sit well with me but to be fair it could also have been the wings not sitting well with me Hmm. uh what what were your what 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 about you yeah you're not you're not totally off base with that summation that's that's pretty i mean that's kind of how i felt too it's like uh come on wrap it up uh i thought we were done with this uh but yeah i I don't know i I guess they had a a lot of budget to spend still yeah (laughs) <laughs> but uh, no, I I really really like the aspects of whenever Batman is like working as a detective, I think that's his the safest lane he can be, and that's that that's the thing that feels most comfortable. That's the thing that I always loved about the animated series when Ra's al Ghul called them detective. Um, mm-hmm. But um, so yeah, I, I I do share that sentiment. Like I I did kind of like it, it felt odd. It felt off for the pace of the movie was setting. I think the thing that visually felt off for me since I kind of like my my favorite thing was like just the visuals in general like the thing that kind of upset me was fucking Colin Farrell as a penguin like I don't know why you put this man through so much prosthetics day in and day out to put this to portray this character I mean yeah he's supposed to be kind of stocky he's a, he's a big dude but get another big dude to do that <laughs> get Paul Giamatti get I know you don't have James Gandolfini and that would have been like the perfect casting but Get get it get somebody else that's big. Oh man, Galdafini would have been amazing, right? Uh, um, yeah, well, you know, or maybe get Vincent D'Onofrio. Yeah, yeah, yeah you can put the full double duty if you want to go completely left field. Get Joey Diaz from the stand comic. Get him to do it. Uh, he was in Sopranos. And yeah, fucking get uh, get uh, uh, shit. I don't know his name now. Uh, oh, fucking the the the. The sub boss, the 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 WWF wrestler from 1994, Earthquake. You can get him to do it, <laughs> or you can just get Colin Farrell without the makeup. Like, yeah, you can sell us on a svelte-looking penguin. That's cool. Too. I, I wonder. I wonder if that was Colin Farrell's like thing. I wonder if he was like, no, no do man, it, no. put it on. I'm gonna, I'm gonna monsters ball this thing or whatever. Was that a monster? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna Charlie's Theron it. <laughs> get Halle Berry on set right now. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure she's topless. No, wait, that's Swordfish. Different movie. No, that's Monsters um, Ball too, my guy. <laughs> oh man, Monsters Ball. Okay, okay, Monsters Ball. Uh, yeah, but I mean, that being said, did you like Colin Farrell's performance? Yeah, yeah I thought it was great. Yeah. I thought he played it like to the T. I, I just yeah. did it like the uh, choices were being made that I just like viscerally and visually immediately didn't agree with. And yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, the, the character's performance definitely won me over. That that uh, like uh, when he ends up telling Falcone at the end, like rat, and he calls you know he calls him to his face, like calls him out. That that felt fucking real. That yeah. Felt real. Yeah. So he, he, it was just he really it, sold that line. I don't know. Maybe it's a representation thing. Maybe it was like I know this is Colin Farrell from all the press, so it just weirds me out a little bit. I think that that was it. It was just the uncanny valley of like I, I'm I, whenever he's on screen, I'm trying to find Colin Farrell beneath the makeup, and that was weird. What's well, you know? It's interesting you say that. Another kind of behind the scenes thing is that apparently Colin Farrell, once he got the prosthetics on, the first thing he did was he went to Starbucks <laughs> to see if anybody would recognize him, and he said absolutely nobody recognized him. Although one lady, <laughs> you look did like a kind weird of, latex man. One, in? one lady apparently did like look away, like oh, <laughs> like <laughs> it's like it's incongruous. <laughs> Uh, maybe he just wanted to test to see how much game he really has. He's like, if I can still get some digits with this shit on, I'm, I'm a made man. I'm gold. I'm golden. I'm a golden boy. Just call me Oscar De La Hoya. You know? Wow. Wow. <laughs> but you really, I bet everybody really wanted that 1996 boxing reference. Uh, okay. With that being said. Let's go on to our next segment. Hey, everyone. Hey. 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 Everyone. Hey. Hey, Peter. You got you Wait. got me something? Got something Who's for Peter? me there? Peter Parker. Who? Who? Oh, right. Uh, I don't know. It'd be funny if you remember who he was, but I don't. Oh, uh, that would be... What if I were the only one that somehow... Dude. You know, I would, you would. That would drive me nuts. Uh, you, yeah, you'd be over there proselytizing the Church of Peter everywhere you went. Like, yeah. what are you talking about? Yeah, Jesus. Ah, I don't like that. <laughs> that simulation. No, no, thank you. Um, <laughs> A Spider-Man? Who would watch that? Jesus Christ. Oh, I don't like any of this. <laughs> uh, it's, I've, I'm, like, oh, I'm like getting clammy over here. I don't like it. Um, so, for, hey, everyone. There's like an Ant-Man and shit. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Too many bugs. Only Batman. Only, only Batman forever. And Joker. Joker forever. Wow. No, please no. Uh, well, well, we'll maybe touch on that in a minute. Uh, hey, everyone is a segment in which we talk about uh, where a character or an actor playing a particular character is new to the scene. Something new that we have not seen before. Uh, that really stuck out. That we, you know, really enjoyed usually. But I guess if it were totally egregious, we'd also talk about it. <laughs> and I'm actually I haven't I have a kind of a weird answer because my hair everyone for this movie for the Batman mm-hmm. is a character that we only kind of see a little bit of oh wow there is a deleted scene that's like five minutes and um hold on here I'm trying I want to I want to make sure I get this actor's name right. Yeah. Barry Keoghan. Keoghan. Plays Joker. 
And if you haven't seen the deleted scene, pause this podcast right now. Go check it out. Because here's my take on it. One, that would have been my pick. 100%. If that scene was in the movie. And I never thought I would say that because I'm so sick of the Joker. (laughs) But what I love is the idea that Batman already has this relationship with this character. And... Joker, being an insane criminal mastermind, is actually very intelligent and, you know, in a way can kind of get in the minds of these, like, psychopaths, sociopaths, whatever. And I love the idea that the Joker could be maybe, let's say this is a trilogy, right? It's supposed to be a trilogy. Mm -hmm. Let's say Joker's in all of it, but he's never the featured player. Oh. He's just at Arkham or whatever. Like, Batman just talks to him because they have this weird relationship. Hmm. And if that's all the Joker was in this iteration of the Batman, I I would be okay with that. Because I don't need Joker front and center anymore. God knows we've had enough of that. Yeah. But as, like, a little side player, like a Hannibal Lecter cameo type thing? Hmm. Sure. I actually really like that idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But He'd be like the, the, the Master of Whispers or whatever, Game of Thrones. Yes. Like he's oh, not... yeah, like Varys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd be like, Varys, there you go. That's his name. Yeah. So yeah. here's the problem, though. Because they ultimately cut this really cool scene out of the movie, you now lose, like, the real-time momentum of having introduced him in that way in 2022, and then whatever next Batman film, let's say it comes out in 2024 or 2025, you would then be like, oh, yeah, I remember the Joker from the first one. And like, oh, OK. And like, oh, he's not he's in the movie, but not really. Mm. Now, if you do that for the second film, which is still fine, but like you you lost all this time that the character could have just been been in people's heads for them to remember whenever that second Batman movie comes out. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, I'm a little mad that, that we're going to lose that. You know, I feel like when they show him, if they show him again in like mm. the next one, people are going to be like, "What? Who's that?" Oh, okay, it's it's Joker. Like they're not going to really remember. Hmm. You don't think the and, brothers Warner got in there and said, "Hey, Matt Reeves, you got to cut this because we need somebody to sell the DVD Blu-ray." Oh, the the, so the, the stupid move. extended the cut to so the director's cut. Yeah, and like. <laughs> I mean, maybe, but god damn, dude. The movie was three hours long. They couldn't have cut five <laughs> other minutes out of the film to do that for the, the Blu-ray 4K release. Like, Because it's... I, did, you, did you see the scene? It's really good. I haven't. Like, I haven't. I have to admit. Okay, it's really good. It's, it's, it's... You know, it's not Ledger. It's not Leto, and it's not Nicholson. It, it is something a little different. Romero? It's, it's not Romero, and it's not... Uh, phoenix either hamill it it really is it's it's a little bit ledger it's like a drop of ledger with a lot of like hannibal lecter oh okay that's what i would say and and it really comes across that way and and again if if ultimately they do use the joker that way i would be all here for it because if they make him like the featured player in a part two and be like no dude i saw this it was called the dark knight People won't shut up about it. Heath Ledger was great. People won't shut up about it. We already did this. Please stop doing the same thing. Um, but we'll see. 
right? Yeah. But that that's actually my hey everyone. My hey everyone is Barry Keoghan as the Joker, even though he kind of wasn't. Uh, what do you got? What do I got, man? Uh, uh, what about this version of Catwoman? Man, so yeah, no, I mean that's on that's on the nose. What about the Batmobile? Batmobile's good. Yeah, I kind of already talked about him. What about <laughs> what about um, Bruce Wayne finally revealing at the end that he had the ability to take his batarang off his chest the whole time? <laughs> That was the dumbest shit. Sorry, that should have been my Bizarro. <laughs> you mentioned him Naruto running out. That was like a Naruto move. Like, he was on me the whole time. <laughs> my secret kunai that was hiding in plain sight. <laughs> Man, yeah. Uh, I guess. Huh? Well, that's, that's the thing. We're on like a, like, what iteration of Batman is this? And like, how much new stuff is there really? Yeah. Well, no, and that's why I'm saying, like, at this point, it's really, like, this particular actor's interpretation of a yeah. character. Because, yeah, we've seen uh, all these characters. I think I already said it. I think it, I think it's the buddy cop kind of relationship that Gordon and Bats have. Because it's okay. not really that way in the Nolan films. And no. it's not really that way at all in, like, the previous Batmans. No, no, I, I do. I agree. It's, it's, it's probably the closest to the animated series. Yeah. Had, had, relationship. had Bats not when, when, been wearing the cape and cowl, he would have been wearing a badge right, right next to Gordon. It feels that way. Yeah, it, it does. I agree. I do agree with that. Um, all right. With that said, let's jump into our next segment, which is What If? For new listeners, you might be like, what the hell is that? <laughs> uh, it's just a really groovy soundbite's what it is. Uh, where is that from? Do you I remember? No idea. I have no absolute idea. God, it's so good. Yeah. yeah, it's lost to the ether, but it's. I'm glad we still have it. Uh, what if is where we talk about uh, a, like either potential sequels and what could happen in there, or just kind of alternate things that we might think about in regards to the film. Uh, I kind of already touched on mine. It was the idea that the Joker is a Hannibal Lecter type character mm. that would would sort of cameo through the trilogy of films. That's my what if. I, I know I'm just kind of repeating myself, but that's just how con- strong of my conviction is with this particular little angle with the film that I really uh, wish they would take. And I don't know that they will, but I really hope that they do. Yeah. What do you got? Yeah. Um, that they included a, like a mayoral candidate that Batman was protecting it was kind of weird to me. Like uh, he's he's protected mayors before, I guess. Uh, but I don't know. It, it feels like they want to try to say something more political, like overtly. It, with this definitely, thing. and with the Riddler at the end too, yeah. right? With his like Riddler hoods or whatever they are, right? Yeah, going all January sixth on everybody. So yeah, I, I think it, it, what if they just lead into that? I think. Now it's not the time for subtlety. The American, psy- American psyche has never paid attention to high school, so they have no kind of critical analysis going on whatsoever. In the- <laughs> so We have yeah. one of the lowest uh, reading comprehension uh, scores out of out of everyone in the world, apparently. Exactly, exactly. So why not, like, if, if this is the only way you're going to pay attention, fucking let's hash it out. Uh, let's let's have let's have Batman the, the Batman 2 be like the <laughs> network. Let's just have it be like all like overt political discussion and like 
Um, <laughs> and like you know, Monday, Monday, Monday morning quarterbacking, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. What if, what if you just, what if you just introduce Barack Obama as, like a, uh, like not as himself, but like as a character in in the these in this Batman universe, just to really like, like really wit, like, you know what I mean? Like, just, yeah. <laughs> well, we the thing is we've seen this tried a little bit, right? In Falcon and Winter Soldier, like, yeah. um, and some people got it, some people were with it, some people weren't. I thought that you know they need to lean into it more if they want to do that because there's legs there. Um, Batman also has clout. Batman is like the symbol for the the, the way the, the thing I like most about Batman as a child, and I think that's why I gravitated to him towards any more than anybody. The Justice League was like he he represents justice, and he right. has such a strong and encoded moral compass that he's unshakable, and so that's his superpower. Um, to me, that that that's always been like the driving force for any Batman portrayal. It's like, yeah, how close is he to representing like actual just justice, vengeance? Yeah, but vengeance for the right reason. And right. That, he has clout. He he can get the message. Vengeance, by the way, vengeance for the right reason being sweet, sweet murder. <laughs> sweet, sweet, sweet throwing dudes off a building. Oh. And, you know, and the like. Uh, yeah, I, I I completely agree. It would be really cool if if they sacked up and were like okay we're just gonna go for it yeah but you know how hollywood is it's you know we'll probably get five more avatars before that happens but <laughs> we'll see we'll see hopefully all right we're introducing a new segment uh for this particular movie review and it's a it's a little variation on a previous segment that we've done which we call the director's chair where we selected three alternate directors for a particular film and then we discussed, like, what would that mean if this person had directed the movie? Would it have made it better, worse, different, and how? Well, on this one, you know, because we are, by the way, and I don't know, this hopefully will be out tomorrow, which would be April 12th. But in case it does get out before the tax day, by the way, there was an extension. It's April 18th, if y'all don't know. Oh, plenty of time. Oh, my God, dude. Stressing me out right now. Just, <laughs> anyway. It's almost it's tax season, guys. Not just for us, not for the old CBC crew, not just for you all, the fans. Also for our actors, we have something called the actor audit. Yeah! What? <laughs> By the way, non sequitur tangent. Uh, WrestleMania just happened like a week or two ago, and Vince McMahon was in a match sort of um, against an announcer and sort of Stone Cold Steve Austin. What? And the dude is like almost 80 years old. Yeah. And there's uh, years on that ring. It was it was terrible. <laughs> he was really bad. Uh, not Stone Cold's fault. He did fine. Uh, Vince McMahon, though, he needs to, you know, he needs to just stay behind the scenes and, and manage things from there. Although he did say he was glad that everybody seemed to really laugh at his terrible performance and that people enjoyed it. So I guess good for everyone. Wow. But uh, yeah, man, jeez, uh, just if you guys are looking for something that is atrocious, but somehow still entertaining, uh, check it out. Check out the stone cold Vince McMahon clip from WrestleMania. All right. So what we've done for actor audit 
is we've each selected three alternate actors to play Bruce Wayne slash Batman in honor of the fact that Robert Pattinson, uh, that uh, casting announcement was like bemoaned and like criticized and debated ad nauseum uh, well until the movie's release. So do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? I can go first. Because uh, okay. I first, I think my first one's kind of a lateral move. Uh, so okay. My first recasting for instead of Robert Pattinson as Bat, 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 and Bat, uh, I have Timothy Chalamet. Oh, okay. Kind of a little younger, maybe. Yeah. Like, I could honestly, I, you know, I I want to hear where you're going with this, but I could really see him as a Tim Drake Robin. Yeah. Right. I mean, he definitely has that that cut. <laughs> He's not a big dude at all. Uh, even as Paul in Dune, he's not, you know, there's not much there. Duncan I know who says as much. Um, but, yeah, I was just thinking, like, Robert Pattinson, Timothy Chalamet, they're kind of, like, to me, I guess in my head, they're in the same kind of, like, uh, uh, Venn diagram. I could, yeah, like, 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 uh, praying manis faces. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Slight dudes who get leading man roles. Right. Who are often tiny and are, are tiny, but are often playing characters that are very foreboding and, and have a lot of weight to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I could see that. Okay, 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 dude. I yeah, right, that's my first one. That that was like the. the Ooh, this is. The, I'm not even saving the best for last. It's best for first, baby. Let's go. Are you ready? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're not ready. There's no way. I'm ready. Jared Leto. God fucking damn it, dude. What the fuck are we doing here? Oh, oh my God! I made myself, I made myself lightheaded. I'm so angry. <laughs> I am two hundred percent mad. Oh yeah, good, good. Just like that Nero burning CD program from two thousand and two. I'm um, wire mad. I spent Lime six wire. hours downloading something I thought was something else. Oh, dude, when they didn't name shit correctly, oh my god, such a frustrating. Talk about things that younger millennials and and Zoomers don't know. Jesus, oof, God, I don't miss those days. All right, Jared Leto. Okay, I did kind of do this as a joke, but also kind of in the same vein of a Robert Pattinson he's got kind of that praying man his face a little bit um, <laughs> and uh, you know it'd be kind of funny because he played the worst version of Joker we've ever seen Yeah. so I'm sure he also would have been the worst version of Batman <laughs> we've ever seen and I guess there's some kind of weird um, um, masochistic value in that yeah yeah. What 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 would be the method thing that uh, people remember the most about this per- portrayal of Batman that he that he would do? That he would have done hang upside down. Yeah, exactly. Nobody would have insured this movie because all the blood was be in his head the entire goddamn time. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. You know. Did you notice another. how I didn't hesitate at all? That's absolutely what what, what it would have been. Uh, that being said, my other two picks are actual real picks that like I, better be. Yeah. No, they are. They are. All right, go. Number two for you. What is it? I'm so fucking infuriated now. <laughs> Michael Keaton. How about that? There we go. Fucking Michael Yeah, I almost I thought about that. God damn it, dude. I thought about it. No. No, it's there's only there's just the one. Uh all right. <laughs> Fuck. 
You you like derailed this so hard. Ah, dude, there's an alternate universe I have where to... Jared Leto is Bruce Wayne Batman. Like that's feel sorry for that Earth. You know what'd be interesting in this situation? I would only accept this if Robert Pattinson was Batman with the mask on, Jared Leto's Bruce Wayne. Oh, interesting. Oh my god, dude. Okay, trademark ours, but <laughs> interesting idea. What if you got two different actors to play the character? Yeah. They looked similarly enough alike to where, yeah, you could believe it, but it's literally two different people. Oh, shit. Like, um, what's that one dude's name? Mark something? Um, but uh, Mark and Steven uh, from from Moon Knight. They could do it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just like Mark and Steven. Steven, Steven with a V, please. Steven with a V works at the gift shop. Um, man, we are going to talk about Moon Knight, y'all. Don't worry about it. Uh, we right. definitely want to. Second one. Second one. My, my second pick. Uh, why Why spare all the... I'm, I'm sticking with the UK. Um, forget about Bond. Forget about any of that. Riz Ahmed. Bring him over. He's the best. Ooh. Ooh. I like that. Very... Uh, I mean, I hate to say it, but very unconventional. A little conventional, yeah. A little, or at least a little unconventional. My second pick is also, I would argue, is unconventional. Uh, I love that. I think it's great. I love that. I think I think this man's got the charisma to pull off Bruce Wayne effortlessly. I think Mm -hmm. uh, like his bats would be pretty intimidating if if he wants to get into that growly type of Christian Bale type of thing going on. Absolutely. Also, I think he would be able to 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 portray the emotional trauma very well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, in fact, I think he would ten out of ten that. Yeah, absolutely. I completely uh, enjoyed that. Pick. An Thank actual you for pick that. for number two. Okay, look, number two, real pick. All right, you're about to be like, oh, okay, that's a good, that's an idea, that's a good idea. You did. Winston Duke. Oh, okay, all right, all right. Has the physicality that people have been wanting that Ben Affleck has, right? Has the physicality, has the voice, has the 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 very foreboding nature about him. Yeah, Winston Duke in a Batman suit. Yeah, you could believe that's going to scare some people. Like he's just a large man. What do you what? What are you doing? Uh, I'm only willing to accept this if okay. Winston Duke from us. Oh God! Is Bruce Wayne, and also Winston Duke from Us? <laughs> is Batman the other? Uh, oh my God! Oh, no, oh, dude! Ah, ah, ah! My whole body just tensed up. <laughs> why? God, why? Look for them, sis. Why tonight, would you bro. do that? See, no, my doors are closed, man. Beautiful <laughs> pick. I like it. I'm with- Did I ever tell you about the one time that, like, super late at night, my when I was at the when I lived at the apartment of the castle, uh, my my the front door, right, the door that goes right into the living room, uh-huh. uh, just open, just blew open <laughs> at like two in the morning. No, dude, I almost died. I'm like, I'm like, I was like, I'm out, I'm done. This is it? <laughs> I but solely body. Let's go. We're we're at, we're done. We're done with this. This is no 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 moss. That's it. In. We're done. We're done here. Cute to move the couch uh, in front of the <laughs> in front of the door. Barricade. Yeah, something. dude. It was. Oh god, I'm getting chills just thinking about that. Ah, look what you've done. Yeah, All yeah right. payback. 
what Jesus that was. Christ. All right, pick three, buddy. Pick three. Oh, my turn. Is it your turn? No, it's your turn. Yeah. No, it's my turn. That's my turn. Who goes? You, who's? How does it work? You talk first. I talk first. I think you it's my turn. First, you just it's said Wilson Duke. That wasn't mine. Right. Uh, all right. Last uh, but not least, for the bats, I'm sticking with UK. All UK guys. I think Chalamet's French. Who the fuck knows? Uh, Pretty sure Chalamet's French. Yeah. I'm going. <laughs> I'm sticking on the continent, the old country. Just, just on the name alone, I'm gonna. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, uh, all right. If, if the first two guys are likable, Chalamet, Rizamed, both likable. This guy, I want to fucking punch this guy in the face. Oh, I boy. want a Batman to fucking infuriate me from jump. Alfie okay. Allen is Batman. Oh yes, yes. Oh, I can see it. Basically, the character from John Wick. Yeah. The, uh, but Batman. The, <laughs> the the entitled son of a mafioso, a Russian mafioso, yeah. dog. That's yes. Batman. Yes. Fucking Just Theon to Greyjoy. The uh, yeah, the Theon Greyjoy. Sure. When he's riding uh, with his sister on a horse. <laughs> Feeling her up? Okay, I wasn't going to say it. I was going to let <laughs> the listeners figure that's it out. That's how she was introduced. Yes. yes, I know. That's so weird. Man, that that show, <laughs> it, did, it did a lot. It did a lot. It did a lot. Um... Okay, yeah, no, 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 I like Batman, it, I like, like I, In such high esteem for me ever since childhood, what if you just cast somebody who made me fucking hate him? Yeah, not only that, but you would, like, kind of like it when he got punched and stuff. <laughs> like, you'd be like, oh, is Bane in this? Is he gonna... <laughs> Let's go, break the bat! Where's Bane at? Can we just add Bane to this one, please? Um, or Hush or something? I don't know. Somebody, Somebody's gonna do some damage. Uh, Alright, my third one? Yeah. And this is a little bit... Um, small tangent. I just saw a film on Hulu called Fresh. F-R-E-S-H. Fresh. Okay. Look it up. Hulu Fresh 2022. Stars this actor in the port. The, 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 the acting job he does in that movie made me think, oh, oh, I want to see that energy, but in, in Batman. <laughs> Uh, although he he does play kind of a well, I don't want to spoil it. I'm not. I literally don't want to spoil anything about the movie, so I'm not going to say it. But my my third pick is Sebastian Stan. Oh. All right. Uh, he's 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 got the look. He's got the ability, and if you see Fresh, you'll know exactly what I mean. But he's got the ability to play two sides of a coin. Hmm. And now that I'm thinking about that, I kind of am like, hey, he should be Two Face, actually. <laughs> Oh, uh, shit, dude, him is dead? Yeah. yeah. Like, trademark, we own it, pay us for giving you this casting idea, Warner Brothers. Sebastian Stan as Harvey Dent should absolutely be a thing. Uh, but for the sake of this uh, actor audit, I would say Sebastian Stan. I just think he would do a good job. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're good. adding people to the Evans list constantly now, so. That's true. Why not? That's true. Well, look, even Barry Keown, right? He yep. He... The only, the only capable the actor from the Eternals. Uh, boy. Um, yeah, man. Look, uh, yeah, okay. We, we'll do that in the, the retro review. Because <laughs> I got so many thoughts on Eternals. All right, with that being said, would you recommend this film? The Batman? Yeah. Yeah, the Batman. Yeah, 20, definitely. 20, 20, it's great. Absolutely. Uh, it, it feels a little long. Uh, third act, you can take it or leave it. But yeah, it, it's good. 
I think it does a really great job of setting the foundation for what is ultimately going to be a world-building experience. I like that right now, at least, it's not muddled into the other DCEU bullshit. Yeah. By the way, Flash is never coming out. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I like that it's its own thing. And honestly, I you know, that's originally what we had heard DC was going to do, what Warner Brothers was going to do, is they were just going to tell stories. Like, they didn't need to be interconnected they didn't need to be um any kind of universe connective thing everything can just connect or not connect however they you know needed to Mm -hmm. but then you know disney and, and marvel and sony uh did the multiverse thing and it made all the money in the world and Warner Bros. was like no 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 we gotta do that flashpoint and you know, now I'm just like, ah, I don't know, guys. Y'all keep trying to play catch up. Just do your own damn thing. Like, that's why I like this movie because it's just doing its own thing. Yeah. Um, all right. So I think we both agree that it's this recommended film. You should definitely check it out. If you get a chance to see it in a movie theater, I would recommend that as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very, it's a very big film. It's intimate, but like a lot of the set pieces are very big and really do um, gar- are really do garner a viewing in a movie theater type setting Um, all right with that being said let's jump into our second movie review god damn it i'm never ready for that i'm not uh but let's go ahead let's fuck let's fucking go let's do it all right, we're going to talk about Morbius now. Again, same disclaimer as with the Batman. We are going to spoil the film. We're going to spoil plot points, uh, possible reveals. Oh, you know what? Actually, I, I hate to do this because we're already talking about Morbius. Was there an end credit sequence for the Batman? Uh, shit. I don't remember. I don't think so. Uh, I can look it up real quick if you don't mind. Media. Sure, look it up. Um, I'm trying to think. Was it the Joker scene? Was that after the credits? No. Or was that that was in the film? Again, guy, I was dying when I was watching this movie. So like the last hour plus the credits, like I don't remember everything. I think. <laughs> <laughs> um. But uh, yeah, man, I don't. What the fuck? It's not coming up with it real quick. Uh, oh, no. Okay. All right. Extra message after the credits. It says. Oh, that's what it was. That's right. It was uh, that stupid Riddler, like, go to the Riddler website. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah. yeah okay. I, yeah. It was like a stupid. That's that's why I didn't remember, because it was stupid. Um, <laughs> yeah. It was this thing where, like, you went to a website, used the cipher to, like, solve a riddle, and then you solve another riddle, and then you're like, oh. oh okay. Cool. Yeah. No, the Whatever. I think the crew from Download Draft House said, like, just so you guys know, there's no after scene, after, or after credit scene. For this movie, everybody was like, oh, "Okay, we left." George Lucas, George Lucas works at the Allen Draft House. That's really times cool. are tough, man. Um, <laughs> that's that's true. Uh, all right, okay. Now, fully, fully, unfortunately, immersed into the Morbius experience. Um. All right, dude. <laughs> so you guessed three hundred and twenty-ish million, right? For the Batman, now, I will tell you that. Uh, Morbius has only been out for 10 days. Yeah. Okay. 10 days as of today. Nine um, too many. Worldwide, what do you think? You guessed Ooh. 320 on the Batman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The number was like seven something. Yeah. So. I was a little off. 
what do you, it was 736. So what do you think that was at 39 days, worldwide? 736 million worldwide, 10 days Morbius. 97.6 million. Not far off. 126. Ooh. <laughs> so that's about 12 million a day. That's not great, guys. That guys doesn't cover media. That's that's not that's a bad time is what that is. Um, does it tell me it does not tell me the estimated budget for the film. It used to tell me that. And you know what it tells me? That. I think it tells me that. Oh my God. Okay. Listeners, if you want to know what's going on with that great, great flashback soundbite, that is a band called Stabbing Westward. You can Spotify them. That song is called Save Yourself. Okay. The music video is real fun. It's real 90s. And it's kind of like the band's watching a movie and the movie is like a serial killer or someone is like chasing a girl. It's a pretty good video, actually. Song, you know, song is pretty catchy. Very one hit wonder, but pretty catchy. But here's why that is so relevant to Morbius. I, you know, I guess because we do this podcast in part... A lot of people, and I'm not saying this like to my horn or anything, but this is like really a thing that really happens. People ask me all the time, anytime like a comic book movie comes out, people directly come to me and are like, what'd you think of it? What'd you think? Should I see it? You know, whatever, whatever. And I always tell people that they should see everything, whether it's good or bad. I'm like, you should see it and then decide for yourself. But like, I was trying to describe this movie to people without spoiling anything, and I was like, "Well, it's very like a movie that was made in 1998 somehow, <laughs> and then just got released." Like, I don't. That's like the best way I can describe it. But then I don't even know how this came to me. But I was like, you know what it is? It is the stabbing westward of movies, and that is like the. That's just like the most perfect thing I can say. Like with a bow wrapped up, nice and neat. Yeah, it it like I don't even know what else I can say about this. We're gonna go through all the segments, but like that's just keep that in <laughs> mind. Okay, it is if stabbing westward and save yourself, the song were a movie, it would it would be this movie. Um, and it's a damn shame that they didn't use the song in the movie. <laughs> like it would have fit perfectly. Um. Okay, so with that being said, uh, let's just jump right into the first segment. You guys, hopefully, from listening earlier, know what this is, but it's Excelsior. Excelsior! Oh. You know, it's to my discredit that I don't have a record scratch sound effect on this. So we're throwing that in there. Yeah. Excelsior! Oh. <laughs> I actually, I do have one, sort of. Are you, are you just going to scratch a record live on mic? Oh, no, no, no. I mean, I have, like, a real Excelsior point that I'm going to bring oh, okay. to the film. But it does come with an asterisk, because, of course, it does. <laughs> because, God, everybody, this is not a good movie, okay? <laughs> and if you had any question about whether it was going to be a good movie, just know that Tyrese Gibson is, like, third oh, build on the film. Fuck, that's right. So he was just, in this. So just... Also, Al Madrigal, the comedian yeah. who plays the other cop, I met that guy. I know I've like 
I've talked to him several times actually because of James. So uh, <laughs> I have a picture with him. Uh, I didn't realize it was him until after the movie. I was like, oh yeah, that's that comedian guy. A picture with him, talking. or are you just looking into a mirror and taking a selfie? Oh right, that we do look quite a bit alike. That is also I remember. It's funny because my girlfriend at the time we we met him. And he and I took a picture, and he looked at me like, what? <laughs> like, like as if I were cosplaying him or something. And I'm like, no, I just look like you. I don't do this on purpose. Um, That's really anyway, up, that, man. Why would you do that? Why'd you... Yeah, <laughs> we, he probably would have been bad. You know, like, you're really you're, you're changing my vibe here, man. Like, don't. <laughs> why? Because I'm not coming to San Antonio again. And it's like, yeah, no, that's fair. Um, my 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 Excelsior, and this is probably the only one, and even then it does come with an asterisk. Mm. Matt Smith, oh yeah, <laughs> is is having a great time in this movie. He's, I look, I don't like his character. I don't, I don't understand why his name is Milo, even though that's not his name. But like Michael Morbius is a fucking asshole, so he's just giving people names that aren't their names, and then everyone else calls him Milo too. It's like, fucked up. I get nicknames or something, sure, but like just changing the dude's fucking name—that's really—that's a weird move, Jared Leto. That's a weird move. Um, that being said, my, Matt Smith is having a fantastic time, just hamming it up, just going crazy, chewing up scenery, chewing it up like it's 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 a carrot and he's Bugs Bunny. Um. Look, even when he was in full angel mode, and by the way, oh man, I'm gonna have to save that for Bizarro. I'm gonna save it for Bizarro, but it's coming, guys. I promise. Um, Mazmith's having a great time. I don't even know that it's necessarily a good performance because the character kind of doesn't make sense and it's poorly written. But he's having a great time, and you can totally see it in, in every scene that he's in. And just for that. That alone is my Excelsior for this movie. I don't foresee myself ever seeing this movie again right. unless it's like for a dare or a bet or something I have to pay off at some point. <laughs> but if I did, that would probably be the only thing I would be looking forward to. Um, that being said, uh, what's your Excelsior, Chris? Fuck. Uh, man. Uh, I guess to tag up on yours, the song that Matt Smith dances to when he's getting ready to go to the club, I think it's just uh-huh. mm-ch, uh-ch, uh-ch, have sex, mm-ch, uh-ch, uh-ch, have sex. Mm-ch, uh-ch. Yes, uh, is that it? Is that an yes. actual song? I that I didn't know, but I was I remember the first time they said it, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> and then they and then but like but like they heard me. It's like they knew I was going to question it because it was insane. It's, it's it's literal insanity. They're like, oh, no, 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 Alfred's going to watch this. He's going to question it. So we're just going to keep repeating that <laughs> lyric out. That way, there's no question about it. He'll be he'll be able to continue watching the movie uh, unperplexed. Correct and accurate. Thank you very much, uh, Morbius uh, crew and Daniel Espinosa. Yeah. Thank you very much. No, that, that deserved a very well – that – the only laugh I think I had in that movie. Was like, I do remember that scene. Yeah. I do remember that part. Because um, I was like, "What the shit is going on here?" I don't know. Okay, it, it, so, it was it was very unintentionally funny, or maybe intentionally funny. 
let's yeah i don't know i really i really don't know uh let's go ahead and jump into what is probably going to be the lengthiest segment yeah. of this Easy. review uh bizarro it am our most famous superhero yes it be bizarro number one bizarro number two at this uh, rate. bizarro number two number two is very uh apropos <laughs> uh definitely a number two <laughs> in the making here with this movie uh, okay, jeez, I don't even know where to start. I do. Let's okay. Well, you know what? You go first, and then and then I'll just chip in when and where. Fucking so. hell! Like Adria Arjona, she's been in some stuff. Uh, I should have left the theater when. Oh, the fucking the 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 the, the still, scientist. Yeah, Doctor Mar- Martine or whatever her name was. Yeah, Martine. Martine. Yes, she, she kept, I totally she forgot. Her. I literally forgot Whatever that that character. First lines of dialogue. She comes in like after oh he's come back uh-huh. from Oslo, uh, you know, to just like inject a, a poor bedridden girl with something. Uh, she goes like, "You refuse the Nobel Prize," and it's like, "What the fuck is going on?" She called the Nobel Prize, <laughs> not the Nobel. <laughs> like everybody says it. Maybe, maybe in this in this universe, because we know it's not the MCU. Maybe they they have a noble. It's just prize. a noble prize. It, it's just an adjective. It's just out here. It's regular day. Fuck! I should have left the theater. Do you? I mean, I, I also picked up on that. I wasn't as incensed as you were, but that is a bad sign that nobody was like. And it's it's okay to have an accent or whatever. Right? I don't think that's. I don't think that's the issue here. Not the issue. The, the issue is that nobody caught it. The issue is that nobody, nobody caught it. Nobody was like, "Hey, can we just run that back one more time? Yeah. Like one more take, or even an ADR? Like after the yeah. fact, C- could have been done so easily. Uh, was not. Nobody gave a shit. Even though they had forever and a day to make this movie, they literally pushed it back like seven times. <laughs> so. Yeah, and that actually is a perfect segue for me to go into what is... I mean, it's not even... I don't even want to say it this way because I was about to say what is my biggest problem with this movie, but, like, I don't know what my biggest problem with this movie right. is. That's why I chose something there's very specific. Just, there's there's just a lot of problems, but this is one that definitely stuck out and that really reinforces that whole stabbing westward 1997 thing I was talking about earlier. Uh, they had literally hundreds of millions of dollars for this budget they had extra time to <laughs> do post production and yet and yet when they become vampires or whatever they are both Dr. Michael Morbius and Milo look like they just stepped off a scene from Angel or Buffy the Vampire Slayer <laughs> Like, it's straight up angel version of vampires. The way their faces look, the special yeah, effects, yeah. its it just looks like that. And I'm like, it, it was so distracting to me. Because <laughs> I was like, that was a TV show 25 years ago. Like, you, you couldn't have done something different and or better. Um, golly, uh... Honestly, and I guess this is maybe something I should have said in the um, the Excelsior. I actually didn't really have a problem with Jared Leto's performance in this movie. I still do not like him as a person. I don't particularly prefer him as an actor. <laughs> but but he he was fine. You know, he but was he, okay. He he wasn't terrible. Uh, the dialogue wasn't great. That's not really his fault. Um, 
but he was just there. He wasn't bad in a way like he was when he was the Joker, where it was super distracting and infuriating. Uh, he was just there. He was a nothing burger in this film of shit. Uh, you know, he was there, but was he really? Uh, you know, but also he like reportedly was was walking around set with those crutches. Oh right. Uh, even when they weren't shooting, and he made people help him go to the bathroom and shit. So yeah, fuck absolutely. him. Like, shut up, dude. God, I'm so sick of him. But um, but in terms of his portrayal of Michael Morbius, he was fine. He was like, I mean, as good as could be expected in what this film is. Um, God. Okay, and then I'm gonna let you. I I'm gonna let you finish. I just gotta <laughs> say, you know, don't worry, Taylor. Um, uh, but. Uh, the other thing that really alarmed me about this film, and it is literally, I'm not joking, it literally is one of my biggest concerns with Sony in general when it comes to their handling of the Spider-Man, or I guess Venomverse is really what it is right now, but, um, and that's that, like, you know, up to this point, they have not really interjected Spider-Man very much into any of these things. Mm. It's very tangential, like, very, very on the edges, but they start with the Adrian Toomes thing, which doesn't make any fucking sense mm. based on how the magic works from No Way Home. Uh, you you are starting to pull in Spider-Man proper stuff, MCU proper stuff, and they're going to fuck it up. Like, this movie's so bad that even though Spider-Man isn't in it, but he mentions Venom in the movie... And then people saw those trailers where Spider-Man's in the background of the scene and stuff. And so they're like, oh, yeah, this is a Spider-Man thing. Even though Spider-Man's not really, he's not in the film, it's going to fucking, it's going to drag Spider-Man down (laughs) by association. And that is a super huge fear for me. And in that sense, this movie is dangerous. I don't like it, and I don't like what it represents. Also, what the fuck were those end credits scenes? <laughs> those post credit scenes? Th- fucking nonsense. And like the most unnecessary second post credit scene. Where Morbius... I'm, I'm going to refresh your memory because I don't know if you remember. It's, it's, it was, it's was that Michael Morbius, ad where he's driving a car? He's... He's driving like an Audi or yeah. something. It is like a cl- I did oh, dude, so funny you said cologne. Ad. I literally thought the same thing. I'm not joking. I was like, is this a cologne ad? Like that's what it felt Dolce like. Gabbana. He drives out, he meets Vulture and be- obviously because this is this was reshoot shit, you don't actually see Michael Keaton. He's got the helmet on. Where did he get the fucking wings? Yeah. All that shit got destroyed also in another universe. So where the fuck did he get it here? Uh, It's just nonsense. It doesn't make any sense. Are they teasing? Also, his whole arc in in the MC... Because it's the same guy. It's the same character. His whole arc in Spider-Man is that he just wants to protect his family. People have wronged him. And he's he's a little bit of a good guy, kinda. Right. He just Spider Man was just getting his way. And Morbius 
is essentially uh, an anti-hero. He's, you know, he's he's kind of a good guy in this movie, other than the fact that he killed like a whole ship of people or whatever. But but like the way they they t- tease it at the trailer end, it sounds like they're trying to team up to make a supervillain team. Yeah, to kill a Spider-Man that to, doesn't exist in this universe. To kill a Spider-Man that does not exist. And here's here's what I think they're actually. I'm gonna save it for the what if. Oh my god, it's there's just so much, <laughs> so much. This doesn't make sense that I just don't like about this film. But what about you? What do you got? Uh, yeah, the mispronunciation of the Nobel Prize, no Nobel Prize. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, just a shrug emoji. Pretty much, it's just. Yeah, it's fine. That's fine. <laughs> let's let's I, let's move oh, on. I, I think I got it. Yeah. No, 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 I'll save that for what if. I'll save that for what if. Okay, let's 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 move on to the next one. Uh, hey everyone. Hey, oh, Jesus. Okay, here we go. Yeah, everyone. Hey, 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 hey. Everyone. What you got? Um, I, I think this is a first. I don't think I have one. Wow. I, I really. <laughs> I'm trying to think. You're like the last henchman in in the Mandarin and and Tony Man, uh, Tony Man, <laughs> Iron Man three. He was like, you know what? No. Put the gun down. Yeah, he just walk away. That's. I don't think I have one. I don't think there is any new thing introduced in this film where I'm like, I want to see more of that. Huh. Oh, I think I got one. It's okay, a pair of bones. Shoot. It's kind of like bottom of the bottom of the bottom of the top shelf. It's uh, uh the, <laughs> bottom of the top. <laughs> the synthetic blood. Like the. the oh blue yeah. Blood that the blue he blood. Had. That's actually like that's interesting. Fucking tell me more about that. <laughs> That was, you know what? I agree, and it also visually looked interesting. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah. Just make like a science movie with that, like a sci-fi movie. Like I was, would this movie would have been better if it was just the Michael Morbius story, like just this, just this doctor who's like got like a disease. Yeah, he's got this artificial blood, and like maybe how does that affect hemophiliacs or something? Right, like that probably would have been a better movie. <laughs> it's just I don't know Morbius. I'm I'm not familiar with him in the comics. Uh, I'm sure you are because you go deep with the Spidey stuff, but yeah, it was hard to do anything other than feel like, oh, a vampire doctor. That's kind of that's different. That's he's a he's a good guy. Not really. Okay, I think the one the one scene I liked uh, where his doctor side kind of came through was he was taking over that layer. He's like, oh yeah, they they got. Oh, by the way, I I, I did not survive this without without a bathroom break. Uh, <laughs> I I took a break where uh, he I guess he meets up with Martine to talk in a diner or something like that. Um, midpoint act two, and, and yeah. he he like overhear or he hears somebody with his bat hearing uh, that you know they have a secret layer they're paying with counterfeits or whatever. So he goes and like, he takes it over. He goes like, oh it's it here's. He has it. He has a guy's hand, and he's like breaking his bones. Like here's a metacarpals, and these are tarsals, and whatever. Yeah. And that was kind of that was a little that was kind of clever. I like that. I didn't mind that. Uh, everything else. Yeah. Is what yeah. It, well, and again, and again, Jared Leto's kind of charming in that scene. Yeah. Like, he's not the problem. I, I hate to say it, but he's not the problem <laughs> there. Um, yeah, man. I. Uh, God, I just nothing. The blue blood, I guess. Yeah. Just, 
It's, it's pretty yeah, hard. Stop. I, I, I'm this, this. None of these characters are likable. Right? No. Or memorable. They forgot about the little girl that they were taking care of. What happened to her? That one nurse got, Did she die? got eaten up by what the, the most blatant twist coming. The fucking the bats in the tube? Like <laughs> that the police like sectioned off? Who's t- uh, who's tending to those bats? Yeah. <laughs> Are they just going in a fucking cyclone forever well, till they, they, they followed die? him, right? They followed him out. No, because later he go like what's what's her face goes to the to the lab and the bats are still is there. It, is that after he's already flying with the bats? Maybe it's before, but it's still time has passed yeah. at that point. Yeah. Oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this fucking movie. It doesn't best. matter. It, we should. We don't need to nitpick no, this movie. No. There, there's no need for that. <laughs> um, all right, let's just move on to what if. Honestly, what if they had just made this movie a standalone thing on its own? Yeah. Just took any and all of the Spider-Man references and or characters out. Just take it all out. Any attempts to build just franchise? Let it be its own yeah. Thing. yeah, just fucking do that, please. I don't know how much better this gets, but it has. It's it at least doesn't damage something else that's that's actually good. Is there enough story here to tell? I guess there is. I mean, kind of. It's like an hour and 40 minutes yeah. long. Is there really enough story to tell? Yeah. Uh, I I don't know, man. I just... That's my way right. of... What do I you got, got it for you. I got it. So, we have a vampire story. We yeah. have, He's also a doctor, though. We've already seen okay. this. What if the casting was tweaked just a little bit? Okay. Michael Morbius, played by Zach Braff. Oh, Doctor Acula! <laughs> Donald Faison, Doctor Acula, <laughs> Doctor Acula. Yes. And in the end, they take the period out. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> uh, what if this movie was cast with likable actors? <laughs> it could be personable on screen. Yeah. Ah, oh, that's so good. That's so good, and much better than what we got. So, yeah, I'm just gonna wistfully think about it <laughs> uh, alright with that let's we're also going to do the new segment on this one which is uh, tax joke tax joke actor audit yeah. what <laughs> what yeah. I like that uh, is that uh, is that the king Jerry Lawler at the, the king, end there yeah, yeah um, alright man oh, I'm so excited again do this you all listening already know or should because you heard the first part of the podcast but if not we've picked three other actors to play the titular morbius uh aka michael morbius all right uh did you go first last time or did i go uh, first? i think i went first you went first right, yeah, I, I went right first. okay i'm gonna go first this time i'm again best for first baby yeah, let's, go. let's go robert pattinson <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a lap. I'm gonna take a lap. I'm so angry. I'm gonna take a lap. I'm gonna take a lap. You talk. You talk for a little bit. I'm not. All right. Robert Pattinson again has that kind of praying mantis head that Jared Leto does. Uh, is a bit conflicted in terms of whether people like him or not as a person and as an actor. Uh, I do think. I honestly think he probably would have done a little bit better of a job. 
Um, I don't know what it is about Jared Leto, but he just cannot play a comic book character um, to save his life. So for those reasons, uh, although they are short and few, Robert Pattinson, I think, would be an interesting alternate casting choice. Uh, Remember how I laughed so hard when I was coming up with these yeah. and i was like oh this is yeah. the best segment oh no. yeah that's true you, you you're laughing like a madman i was and it was it was warranted all right what's your first one uh, <laughs> i don't really want to read them anymore ah oh, come on for the listeners uh, all, right. all right all right morbius already kind of a whatever kind of like uh 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 cornucopia of whatever uh yeah what better act- yeah, that's a good that's a great way of putting it <laughs> cornucopia of whatever i wish that was like on the poster <laughs> if morbius is to movies as a cornucopia of whatever i think this next actor is to actors as the same thing michael sarah michael sarah oh. as morbius <laughs> oh my god oh my god <laughs> what i don't even know what that does jeez <laughs> I mean, I don't know why you're hit, hitting on why you're trying to take out Michael Sarah so I hard all of a sudden. Pinata right now. Yeah, man, you're swinging and around. No, they're not even pulling the string up. He's just getting hit. No, man, just, oh, his legs are all, her legs are gone. Great, quick, quick side story. I was the kid. Bit of honey's just flowing out the bottom of. Him. All right, go ahead. I was the kid who they saved for the, the last at the at the pinata. Because they knew yeah. I would fucking crack it open in one. And I yeah. fucking ruined so many of my cousin's birthday party. <laughs> 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 because they're like, yeah, yeah, woo, woo, yeah. And then, like, Chris, do you want to go? Like, yeah, I want to go. <laughs> Let me fucking tee it up. That, Put the pipe on. That nah, makes nah, nah. sense. Swinging around. Swinging around. I, I can feel the string. I just, I, I love the idea that, and this is very real, like, that your cousin's family literally probably views you as a villain like yeah, you're just 100%. you have this like lore as a villain <laughs> that's amazing that's amazing I think Sarah uh, brings a lot of like just completely easy in a different movie uh he's looking around for Wes Anderson uh, he doesn't know what's going on um he's lost but I think that redeems this movie to a watchable extent okay I mean I would watch it only because I'd be like what how I would be like, what and how? I have to see it because I don't, my brain cannot, <laughs> my imagine cannot fill in these gaps. <laughs> like, someone's got to tell me because it's not possible. Um, all right, nice, nice. All right, my second one is the theme. All right, again, stabbing westward, right? 1997 uh-huh. or whatever. Angel, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. All right, I'm going to. We're actually there's a little bit of a of a tangential, a little bit of a you know connection, a little bit of a a little just a little, just a little bit of a connection. Uh, now a much better film, a much much better film on literally every every single fucking level. Even though this movie is from like 1997, 1998. Blade, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, not Wesley Snipes. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying Wesley Snipes. Stephen Dorff. Oh shit! Okay. Yeah. Steven yeah. Dorff, I think, actually would have done a really great job of playing a Michael Morbius. Maybe not this one, because this one's not written really well. But, like, if you got somebody uh, that, like, you know, that knew what they were doing and 
cared about the character and loved, you know, the history of the character um, and had talent, you know, and then they wrote that character, I think Stephen Dorff would have nailed it. Hmm. Do you think he would have it written to, into his contract that he has to be smoking a blue e-cigarette at least 15% of the time he's on screen? Yes, and it also ties into the blue blood. Oh, so yes. oh clever! Hey! So good. So clutch. Uh, who's your second person? I love this segment, by the way. <laughs> it's good. I think it's a keeper. Uh, my second my second pick. All right. Um, I think Michael Sarah's the only outlier here. The other one, uh, I, I, wow, I went hard UK on this a lot. All right. Uh, what one physical presence can you remember from the past five years that you were like, whoa, whoa, I didn't know he was that tall. What's going on here? Give me, Give me like one or two names. Okay, okay. Big presence. Uh, Link. Big, big, lanky. Immediately kind of like gutturally disturbing. Um, oh, uh, 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 oh, oh, uh, um, the fucking, uh, the dude that played, um, the, the hound. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. That is actually not who I have. Next okay. one. Next, one more chance. One more chance. Okay, one more. One more. Uh, big imposing presence. Idris Elba. Oh, very good choice. Also wrong. Okay. Uh, okay. This was in another superhero movie already, adding to the Evans list. He was also in a film by Taika Waititi. Uh, Stephen Merchant as more. Oh, yes. Lanky. Kind of like the never-ending man, as the Gestapo kind of imposing the big, tall, slender man-looking figure. Yes, creepy, kind of like, but cordial. He could pull off playing the doctor. Uh, yeah, a lot of creep factor in that one. Stephen Merchant is a good. Yeah, you described him perfectly. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, wow, that's that's interesting. Do you think Ricky Gervais has to be Milo? That's, that's okay. oh, that okay. There you go. <laughs> Well, that that's that completely sold it. <laughs> I mean, that's a that's a green lit like front runner right there. And Carl Pilkington is the little girl that they're trying to save in the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh! But he's got like a wig on, like the girl. Like, he, he is the girl. Ah, <laughs> oh, yes, please. At least a short, like a short film, please, please. We earned it. This these last few years have been real tough, guys. <laughs> Come on, throw us some one, throw us a bone. We 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 just we set up all the dominoes. You just gotta let them fall. You just gotta you gotta you know just come on, Sony. I guess dominoes. All right, my last I one. Said no <laughs> uh, man, I saw a funny I saw a pretty funny meme uh, earlier today, which was um, I identify as a little Caesars pizza uh-huh. and my pronouns are hot and ready. <laughs> that's very good <laughs> that's good it's good it's a good, it's good it's a good one uh, it's like us thank you thank that's you phone good. for helping my endorphins for like half a second there um who you got third my my last Who's one i think you're gonna like this yeah i think you're gonna like this again <sighs> Thinking of Supernatural, 
You mentioned Taika Waititi earlier. There is a Taika Waititi oh, no. relation oh, here. No. Relationship. Oh no. I've got none other than Laszlo himself, you, Matt Barry. This fucking guy. I had him this is my third one too. Oh my god, dude. Amazing. 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 Literally, literally from an infinite pool of actors. <laughs> well, shit. We did not we did not discuss this no, beforehand. Absolutely not. That is god damn, I, I can change that, him. No, no, no! I, I'm glad we have the same because we can both talk no, about saying, why like, we... I, I thought of him at the last minute. I, I had another name. I scribbled that oh. one out and I changed it to Matt Berry because fucking Lazlo, yeah, fucking Montana. Yes. Put him, put him in the fucking yep. movie. Uh, absolutely. I, I mean, I there is nothing I can say that would explain why I picked this. I'm sure why you picked it. <laughs> All the listeners, just go watch what we do in the shadows, like clip on YouTube or something. Literally, you can Russian roulette. You can roulette it. Just pick one, three minutes, five minutes, whatever. You'll get it. That's it. That's all you need. Laszlo, what we do in the shadows, YouTube. Go <laughs> there. Watch it's... that instead of Morbius. Oh, definitely do that. Absolutely. Any literally any minute spent doing anything else. <laughs> Other than watching Morbius is the right choice. Um, that's so crazy. Who did you have that you scratched? I out? had Elijah Wood. Oh, interesting. Yeah, just uh, I, I don't know. That would be pretty out of left field, that right? Would be, that would be very different. I, I I see it as him playing more of a quiet to himself kind of character. Yeah. The the, the thing that kind of occurred to me was the Sin City character. Yes, Kevin. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But then he's got like the Kevin. The Kevin would be the the Morbius yep. mode kind of thing. Um, ah, you know. I mean, I'm mad that I said it now, but I'm surprised that in the marketing they didn't do some kind of like Morbius mode. <laughs> Just kind of lean into some... like the silly nature of it all. Yeah. Yeah. Take fucking Jared Leto down fifteen thousand pegs. Not enough. Not. They still need. <laughs> Another fifteen thousand. Goddamn fucking Jared Leto! How does he keep getting roles? This motherfucking how's he even Oscar? Uh, you know what? But like, yeah, that's so like he he almost ruined Blade Runner for Where's me. Fucking... He didn't ruin this, and I don't I don't I don't know that like it's because this movie's just not good. So how do you ruin something that's already like broken? Mm-hmm. But you know, he really didn't bother me in this movie. I just not like I enjoyed it. Like I didn't enjoy his his role or whatever his portrayal. Uh, but it just, it wasn't bothersome to me. That's like the best compliment I can get. Uh, it wasn't the worst thing I've seen. Um, this actually is the worst movie I've seen so far this year. Um, so, yeah, we, uh, I think we are both on the same page here. We do not recommend it. However, we do recommend watching what we do in the yeah. shadows. Uh, we do recommend adding Save Yourself by Stabbing Westward <laughs> into your Spotify playlist. And while you're there, go ahead and leave comic book characters a five star review, guys gals everyone else everybody all right everybody leave five stars um all right with that let's see where are we on the show notes i think we're at the tail end we have to thank the wheel all right all right so big wheel is me because our show is super long it's like two hours <laughs> and i said we're gonna be fast but hey you got two movie reviews you got one pretty glowing review 
Pardon me. And it was the Warner Brothers DC film, by the way. So I don't want to hear it this year in 2022. I don't want to hear it from you DC fans out there. You stands that are always shitting on us and calling us Marvel fanboys and, you know, we suck from the teeth of Disney or whatever. Hey, whoa. <laughs> uh, look, the Batman was really good. I will absolutely see it again. Uh, it was a really great movie experience. Um, and that's a DC Warner Bros. film. Uh, this is not a Disney Marvel film, but it is a, it is a Marvel-associated film. And it is god-awful. So, <laughs> so there you go. Um... With that being said, uh, so I, I I will say we have co-winners. Uh, let's go ahead and announce the big wheel co-winners of the episode. No, you can break my love to give you fire. That that never not makes me laugh. <laughs> that that. It's undefeated. True believers. It is undefeated. True believers know, but for the uninitiated, Big Wheel, of course, the award for doing the most but achieving the least. Doing the most but achieving the least. It's not what you want. It's definitely not what you want. It's not what you should aspire or achieve to do. Uh, it's We got co-winners this, this episode. It's me, again, because I said we were going to go fast uh, and, and try <laughs> to make this like a, a manageable episode. Uh, it was my crazy idea to do back-to-back movie reviews, but I think just because we have we have the Batman and the man who is a bat, you know, it's kind of both. That would be fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know. It works. Was it worth it? I may have made the wrong choice, just like everybody that had anything to do with Morbius uh, was making the wrong choice, except for Matt Smith, who just said, fuck it, at some point, and just, just have, have a good sex. Time, good for him. <laughs> have sex. <laughs> have sex. Yeah. That song felt like it was from 1997, also, <laughs> by the way. Uh, the other co-winner is, of course, everyone associated with the film Morbius. Uh, I, Michael Keaton is is turning in his grave. Uh, he's like, what the... I mean, like, I don't... I know a lot of actors don't actually watch their films, like, because, you know, they saw it every day and all that shit, and they just, like, have to move forward. But I wonder if at any point, if Michael Keaton does see the film and then does, for whatever reason stay to to watch the post credit sequences. Oh, I wonder yeah. if he sees it and goes, what the fuck? <laughs> what did I get myself into? Why? I'm firing everybody. Agent, manager, everybody, <laughs> wife, kids, fired. <laughs> everybody. Everybody that led me to this moment fired. Um, because I would not feel good if I were him right now. Yeah. Uh, being attached to this in any way, yeah. shape, or form. Now, the thing is, the movie is performing so poorly. I think I saw in an article that it had the highest uh, second week drop off of any film in Sony Pictures yep. history. So, uh, it well deserved, by the way. <laughs> uh, I I'm guessing this is just dead. Like the only thing is, though, I'm concerned that Sony is like, oh well, we don't need to make another Morbius movie, but we can definitely take this Morbius character and the mm-hmm. Vulture and roll them over into something else, like a Black Cat movie. Yeah. And that's fucking scary. <laughs> I, I this movie made me so uncomfortable because I just kept thinking about like, oh no, don't hurt Spider Man. Like, don't literally hurt the property of Spider Man, please. Um, and I really wish more than anything that Sony would make a deal with Disney to just let Disney do whatever the fuck they want with a live action Spider-Man 
Sony gets a cut of the of the profits, and and then they just stick to their animated Spider Verse thing because that looks amazing. The first I mean, the first one was amazing, and the second one already looks really good. And Lloyd Miller really seemed to have a grasp on what they want to do with these characters. Yeah. So let them do that. They're going to be great. They're probably going to win awards and and make a lot of money, and that's great. I know that's what Sony wants. So great. So y'all do all that and just let let Feige handle spider-man uh live action spider-man and and let's just leave it at that i really hope more than anything that happens but anyway morbius is the co-winner also of uh big wheel winner of the week of the episode it's a big wheel this week it's a real big wheel uh especially with all these extra lbs i've been adding you know what i'm saying <laughs> real hungry, wait wait no that was the wrong I'm like one. a there we go I'm like a Hispanic Baymax, um, <laughs> in case anyone is needing a visualization. Uh, but yes, thank you, as always, uh, every each and every single one of you listeners. Please leave a review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or Podbean or Podcast Attic or you know anything that you listen to. Does Yahoo have a music listening app? Uh, Netscape, Ask Jeeves Pods <laughs> is a good one. Alta Vista. Um, Ma- <laughs> Alta v- yes. Um, and also, we can't forget the um, the Casper Mattress Podcast wow. Network uh, that we have signed a deal what? with. Um, don't. <laughs> Just kidding. You know what? Sotfo over here. Um, um, oh, wow. You made me think of. Uh, I, I know it's not what you said, but you made me think of uh, the Safety Brothers, and then that woman. Oh, again? That soundbite. <laughs> was that? <laughs> I made you think of Julia Fox by saying "sap." Julia Fox, the uncut gems. Yes. Oh my God, that thing lives in my head. <laughs> uncut chunks. Uncut chunks. <laughs> like what is what is going on there? Um, but yes, thank you all for listening. Please, please. Please tell your friends um, that you want to make happy about the podcast or people you really hate. Tell them about the podcast. Maybe they'll hate it and it'll ruin their day and <laughs> you'll get a feather in your cap. Could happen. Uh, Morbius got made, so literally anything is possible. Wow. Um, with that, we'll go ahead and sign off. Uh, the Fortress of Potitude is closed for this episode. We have a new sign-off. We got it. We figured it out. I remembered from like six months ago. Such a long time ago, which was two episodes ago. Uh, I'm something of a comic fan myself. Remember, this is your fault. Remember.